Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's the one thing all great teams have in common. Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andy. Hey, Goldberg! I bet if that dog was a cheese burger, you'd stop it. No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. Clap! 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 It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey everybody, it was just the mass section. I'm Mike, that's Tommy. Hello everyone. That's Kevin. Hey y'all. Welcome to the Quiet Day Podcast, an Infinitive Mighty Ducks podcast. Not going to waste any time because we have on the line one of our favorites, I would say. We have Sway Bhatia, aka Sophie. Sway, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. So we're going to get into season two, but uh, I do want to backtrack. We had you on in season one. Uh, you guys told us the story about Brady um spraying the fart spraying the classroom we end up talking to brady and he says hey sway was in there with me she was laughing i was <laughs> how do you feel about him you know just sort of throwing you under the bus there and implicating you in this uh act i saw that interview and i was like all right brady all right he's calling me out and i remember i think there was another one where he mentioned the prank about the pink and yellow mm-hmm. where we made he was colorblind and then he blamed my mom for ratting him out which is not completely false but he doesn't have to throw me under the bus like that <laughs> we we were all like pranksters inside but we never none, none of us like went through with it as well as brady did mm-hmm. uh, he did calm down in season two though which i think shocked us all he didn't prank us as much um i think he mm-hmm. it's my turn to call him out now he napped on set a lot Mm. I was going to say, do you think that's a sign of maturity or or was he scared? You know, it's probably a little bit of both. Um, I'll give him credit, though. He did mature from season one. (laughs) Nice, nice. Uh, Anything uh, of note that he pulled in season two or or anybody, really? I remember anything really crazy. You know, there's a lot more like battles. Like there was a lot more Mm. rap dance battles. Um, there was a big dance battle, actually. It was me against someone else in the cast. And then um, I'd like to say I won, but it was a tie. And then DJ came in and, like, killed it. So he, on TikTok, something went viral called, like, getting sturdy. So DJ, like, came, like got sturdy and he won the entire battle. So we got very competitive, less prankish. It was more just competitive. Mm. 
I like that. I like that. DJ did that, mention that's like the theme of the camp, though, is competitiveness. So it seems like that... it was really rubbing off on you guys. Wow, wow. DJ did mention that he um, he has an affinity for popping out and scaring people. Oh and... yes, he does. Oh my god, he'd come behind my back and he'd like. So he there's like this thing where if you like pinch your neck, it like makes you crazy. And he did that to me so much, and I'd always be like, "Stop! I don't like. I'm not actually mad at him." <laughs> like ticklish sensitive like that so he'd always do it to me i'm always the culprit when it comes to that yeah he did mention that you were his favorite to to scare so <laughs> oh oh yeah i don't know if that, yeah i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing that's but you said that i'm his favorite and then i and then you said to scare and i was like oh all right <laughs> well i am pretty gullible no, not as much as I was in season one. I was like, would say that there's an alien behind me and I'd believe them. And in season two, when they were like, oh, there's a bug on your head. I'll be like, yeah, right. Then there actually is. <laughs> nice. So, well, enough in season two. There you go. You're maturing too. That's a, that's a good yeah. side. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go into season two um yeah just what was your sort of reaction obviously sophie's had a had a quite the journey here uh what was your reaction uh for that you know i love sophie in season two i think what's so cool about her is that she's definitely a lot more relatable this season um she doesn't have to deal with her parents nagging her every two seconds she's you know got them to lay off of her for for a good summer and i think she doesn't quite expect what comes to her at Epic. She wants just to chill summer with her friends, with this new team that she's recently become a part of. And she gets to camp and I think she gets flashbacks to the Mean Mighty Ducks with Coach T. I mean, that was the turn of events for her. That sort of made her think if she really wanted to be there, if she really wants to do this whole intense hockey thing. So I think that created conflict between relationships, between hockey, between friendships. Um, and that's sort of where the storyline takes her this season. And it's a really, really cool season, I think. And I feel like I go through that in my life as well, like finding where I fit in the, in the place, even like when it comes to high school and where, where I fit in with my group there. So have, have you, Sway, have you had your rebellious phase? Are you currently in that? <laughs> I think I'm currently in it. <laughs> I, I had like an event the other day. My mom was like, hey, you want to wear this? And I was like, not cool enough. Nice. I think I'm as rebellious as Sophie. Maybe not. I think I'm less rebellious than her, honestly. I don't have the guts to dye my hair. Or, sorry, a strand of my hair. <laughs> um, but I do have the guts to, like, wear those hoops. And actually, that was my idea. <laughs> to wear, like, the, the cool rebel silver hoops. And, like, I go like this all the time. I, like, pull up rock signs. And everyone's like, oh, gang signs. <laughs> I'm really just saying, like, rock on. Or I love you in sign language. So... That's that's my rebellious face. Mm. So you didn't actually dye your hair uh, for the you know the little blue streak for so. I I totally would have. I was telling the director, and I was like, "You want me to believe you? You want me to make it blue? I will." See, I I was rebellious, and I wanted to be rebellious. They just didn't let me. I think it was like SAG rules or something. But I, I had like a clip in, and I think I I don't know if I still have it, but I um I did love that thing. I was so excited when it came to dyeing my hair blue. I like it. I, I I guess that brings up a good point. There's like a lot of different. There's like epic shirts and mighty ducks caps that you guys are getting. Did you do you have that stuff? Do you have to give it back? Like, what do you get to take home? 
you know, sadly, I didn't get to keep that. I, d- I have taken a lot of things from set, though. I don't want to say a lot. I'm going to sound like I'm stealing things. <laughs> but I did steal my jewelry. Um, I walked, I had to run off of set on the last day of work because I had to go to a premiere for Miss Marvel, actually. Mm-hmm. And when I ran off of set, I forgot to take all my jewelry off. So I have my bracelets that she wears every day. I have her earrings. I have her ear cuff. Um, I have the glow sticks that we wore in episode five or, or six. Um, I think there's more. Do you have the pizza necklace though? That's the big question. Don't. Oh my God. That's the one thing that I wanted. And actually it was my birthday last month and Brady came to my birthday party and he was like, I wanted to get you a pizza necklace for birthday party. And I was like, that would have been so cool. And then I think he got me um like a, a suitcase neck, a, a suitcase bracelet, which is still as cool, but that kind of would have been cool. And I would, I just would have lied and been like, yeah, I stole it from set, you know, my days. <laughs> but I haven't stolen that many things from set besides my jewelry. But they did give us our Mighty Ducks jersey and they gave us um, an Anaheim Ducks jersey with our real last name on it. Nice. Very cool. That nice. was my costume. That's how lazy I am. <laughs> I like it. And Respect. very, yeah, very smart, you know. She didn't steal it. Producers, directors, set people if she if you're listening she didn't steal anything steal anything it just came with me <laughs> there you go um yeah so we talked about you know season two when when you're filming season one is there any talk about season two and like hey we could come back or what's the plot gonna be did they talk about that at all yeah i think there were rumors about us filming in europe that didn't happen that would <laughs> Maybe season three, who knows? Fingers crossed. Um, we didn't really talk about like the storyline much, but we were like, oh, it would be cool if we had a s- season two. And we finished filming season one, the end of 2022 in December. And we thought we'd start filming season two at the beginning of like February in 2021. And we didn't start filming until February, 2022. So it was a longer wait than we thought. And I think for a while we didn't expect to get a season two, um, but there were like small talks of it during season one. Yeah. So season two is obviously it's in summer camp. Have you been to summer camp before and were you able to lean on those experiences all or was this new to you? No, I had never been to a summer camp and especially not an athletic summer camp. I, I don't know if you guys know, but I am not an athletic person like whatsoever. Um, but I could definitely do all those hockey. Like that's all me, all me. I promise. I'm lying. Um, but Uh, Yeah, summer camp was completely new to me. And I think some of the cast members had been. So I sort of fed off of what their memories were. And um, a lot of my friends from school tell me what what camp is like. And I guess I I learned off of like movies and TV shows um, what summer camp is like, because I've never really been to one. I did like an acting camp a long time ago when I was younger, but it wasn't a sleepaway camp. So that was completely new. But it was a cool experience. And I think I I would want to do it. And um, the dorms actually at Epic gave a college dorm feel, which was really interesting because um, they were fancy. <laughs> they were like fancy, good quality bunk beds and and they were some nice mattresses. I don't know where they were from, but I was about to like take it home. And that's where like some of the apps ended up being because those mattresses were just great. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, uh, you mentioned uh, before, you did a little figure skating before the Mighty Ducks, but like, how is your hockey skill now, you know, after two seasons? Yeah, so I did do some training in between 
which was helpful. Um, it's gotten a lot better for sure. Um, skating has never really been a problem for me because I was a figure skater before. I think it was always the stick handling and the shooting that I had to work on mainly. So um, I did focus on my stick handling and, and all of that. Uh, and I did end up doing a lot of my sense though. So the falling I always do because that comes <laughs> easy. Um, I did there was the icebreaker episode. So the first one, me and Tegan did a lot of our own stunts in that, in that one, we did our falls in that. And when we had to shoot it into the, the ring of death, that thing, we all, we all did a lot of that stuff, which was, it's, it's always fun when we get to do our own stunts. It just feels more authentic to us always. Nice. How much of the, you know, skating with the Anaheim ducks was you versus, you know, stunt doubles and stuff like that. Yeah. So that was all us. Nice. That's what shot that I took. I saw the, the, the final cut of it and I was like, oof, it went like 0.2 miles per hour. That's how bad it was. I was like, they really had to keep that in the final cut. But yeah, no, that was all us. And that was, that was really, really, really fun to do. Um, skating with them was like a dream come true. I mean, skating with NHL people on NHL ice with official NHL pucks is just so cool um, and they were really nice people and uh, I think we all lived up to their standards we did like some races and I can't tell if they just went easy on us or if we were just like really good <laughs> but I, I think it, it was just a really cool moment and Max Jones taught us like how to sharp shoot and he was teaching us how to do a crossbar which I wasn't successful but DJ was DJ is actually really good at, at, at his shot um, I don't know if he told you that, but that was that was a lot of fun to do. And I taught them my signature Selly move, which is a bow and arrow. And then Max Jones took it. Oh, I also do my Harry Potter on the little mm. bird. That one's my favorite. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> that that made it. Uh, in. That, I was so glad. And a lot of people took my Sellies throughout the throughout the episodes. And I was like, that was my idea, but it's okay. <laughs> I got I got a little Harry Potter in there. Nice. So are you just on set practicing these celebrations or where, where are you coming up with this? Yeah. So during our first two weeks of training, um, we like learned different things every day. And I think we spent one day just doing sellies because they were like, this is the most important thing when it comes to hockey. So I thought he was going to be like posture, you know, uh, you're angling when you're or how you're holding a stick. And he was like, no, sellies. And we were like, all right. And I was like, I could do this. And he's teaching us a few different things. Um, but that, that was a lot of fun. We spent like a good hour just learning celebrations to do because um, they did end up coming in handy. For sure. I, I, I quickly want you to throw any humbleness out, out the window. Um, would you say you're the best hockey player at this point? No. Who is? Brady. Oh. Brady? Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Why can't I just <laughs> bad about him already? <laughs> he's, you know, he is really good skater and he played hockey outside of school as well I think he was on a team so he had that and he also grew up playing roller roller blade rollerblading what he grew up playing roller um so yeah that that made him really good we, we won't tell him you said that don't worry oh he knows, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we are recording this right after episode um seven came out so this I guess it's on our mind uh, Josh Dumel directed episode seven. Yeah. How was he as a, you know, a director versus just like an actor? And w was there a difference at all in him? I think he still stayed his, his, um, 
young-hearted self. But I think what's really awesome about Josh and, and even Lauren, working with actors that direct is such a special moment. Uh, I think they just understand it differently. Um, it's, it's really cool to be able to work with that kind of director. And Josh is a really incredible director. He has so many amazing creative thoughts. I actually got to, I don't want to take too much credit, but I'm going to throw my humbleness away in this moment. I got to like musically direct the rap. Um, mm. So me, well, they wrote that rap, which was a lot of fun to do. We spent like two hours in our hotel room because we were in Anaheim writing the rap for that episode. And I got to like musically direct and tell everyone what to do and be, be bossy and be like directory, if that makes any sense. Because he was like, Sway, take over, do the scene. Do, do you get any extra credits for that or anything? Do you get like a, it, it, we didn't we didn't watch the credit scenes for those to see if your name popped up as music supervisor or anything like that. <laughs> I didn't do that either. But I remember when I told him, <laughs> was like, you better get credit. You better get <laughs> Apple Music soundtrack moment, and I was like, I really should, because um, me <laughs> and DJ spent spent a lot of time working on that rap, and it's, it, it, we're really proud with how it how it came out. I literally watched it at five a.m. before going to school yesterday, so I should probably watch it again and see if I got any credit. But um, I think some artists wrote about it. It was a it was a really cool moment, though. I I'm I've always been into music, and I've always been into writing songs. So for it's like the first time I'm actually putting my work out there. So a, a, a couple things. First of all, you, you don't get any like advanced screeners. You, they're making you wake up at, you know, 5 a.m. I know. This is what sucks. Actually, I only got, um, we only got one and two. But sometimes I can't tell if I like the suspense or not. Um, I, I guess I have to say I do. <laughs> uh, it is it, fun, though. We get to, we, we have to wait every, every week for, for a different episode. And I think it gives us a different perspective of what the audience feels like when they're watching it. I obviously know what's going to happen, but every time I watch the episode, I completely forget that I knew the script. Um, I think that's what's so incredible about the show. And, and I, I think season two has just been really good overall compared to season one. I'm biased for sure. <laughs> when it, too. Um, we also got to film in LA, which was a lot more fun than Vancouver because it wasn't cold and rainy all the time. <laughs> when when you're watching at like five in the morning do you have like a group chat going with the rest of the cast or or is that kind of like a solo activity for you we talk about it afterwards but yeah it is pretty much a solo activity i was i remember telling tegan but i think tegan is homeschooled she was like yeah i wake up at 5 a.m too and i'm like why what is <laughs> and I, she was like yeah i'm excited and i was like all right you do you if i didn't have school i would not wake up at 5 a.m to watch it i would wait <laughs> That's yeah, we're all just really excited with the outcome of the episodes. We messaged each other. We're, we're like, oh, that was kind of cool. Oh, the shot came out pretty well. Because I'd be scared of some episodes knowing that on that day wasn't like a great day. And I was like, I feel like that won't come out well. And then it does. So, um, yeah, the editing room is just really talented, I guess. They, they make us look good. Yeah, the magic of TV. Um, going back to the rap there. Is that in the script? Does it just say like the kids do a rap and you just had built it from there? Or was that something you guys threw in? How did that whole come about? Yes, yeah, it's, it's really interesting how it came about. So Josh really took over this episode and really had a specific vision for it. Um, in fact, in the script, it said the kids talk or do candy challenges or something. Um, originally, there was like an old gummy worm. I think in DJ's pocket and he was like I don't know how old this is and they were like eat it eat it eat it or something it was 
something like that. I'm sure it would have been funny too. And then one day Josh saw Maxwell rap freestyling on set and he was like, you, Maxwell, we're putting that in the show. And, and we were all like, uh, okay. Cause I'd hold a beat while he was rapping and I'd like echo DJ would tap with his pencils. Uh, so we do that on set all the time. And Josh was like, we got to get that in there. So that's, he took that opportunity and he switched out that candy eating scene with the rap. And then he messaged Max one night while we were at the hotel and he was like, yo, Max, can you write a rap for tomorrow? And we were all like, excuse me. Tomorrow. <laughs> That's why we were up in the hotel room, but it, it just came about. It wasn't even in the original script and uh, it was, yeah, written, written and directed by us. So it was a really cool moment for us to just sort of take over that, that episode. And I know I want to get into directing and producing. So it was kind of nice introduction into that. And I wasn't in that scene, so I was able to really focus on it without having to be in it. But that was, that was a cool thing, how it wasn't even in the script and Josh was just like, put it in. We were like, okay. Yeah, that was a very enjoyable for us, uh, sort of knowing. I think we had seen the Instagram video Josh had taken yeah, of Maxwell and stuff, so that was very cool. Uh, Tommy, Kevin, anything before we go to the quiet question? Here? I was a social media manager for a day. He was like, Sway, <laughs> make this Instagram post. And I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> there you I go. Tags. Seems like you're getting all the experience you need, music directing, producing, social media manager. That's what do you what need to do next? I know everyone's, I actually did every job that I could on set. I was crafty at one point. I was like hair at one point. I was makeup props. It's so I love to just like do a bunch of things. That was a lot of fun for me. Nice. I feel like you need an assistant or something. Is that, you know, can you talk to the producers or somebody to get you some help? <laughs> I actually um, code, not co-directed, but I, I shadowed the director in episode eight and nine. And I was like his assistant. And my assistant was like the AD. I'd actually be like, hey, can you grab me a coffee? Like, you can say that, <laughs> but it's like different when you're a director and you're like, uh, I had like the headphones and everything and I'd call action, I'd call cut, I'd give the, the kids notes and everything. It was, it was insane. And you'd throw the coffee in the assistant director's face. Say, this is too warm. You tell me <laughs> if it's warm enough or whatever. I'd be like, there's one missing ice cube in here. There should be five, not four. Did he actually get you the coffee? Yeah, he did. <laughs> nice it was it was a regular the crafty kept it ready for me every morning my decaf coffee with two pumps of hazelnut and, and half and half wow good job on the ad you know knowing yeah. where knowing where the future is all right uh anything else tommy kevin before we we move on to the the questions from the fans well let's get into the questions of the fans and then it, we if we have time we could ask a couple more all right, so we do this thing called the quack question, and we told we told people you were going to be on Sway, and we said, "What questions do you have for Sway?" So Kevin <laughs> has some questions for you. All uh, right, yeah. So first one is going to be duck focused, then there will be a bonus one that's you know kind of uh, something else. But so the first one comes from Large Turkey on our Discord, uh, <laughs> and the, so the question is, which season one duck or don't bother uh, who didn't go to camp do you miss the most? Ooh. Well, we're missing Lauren and Logan. But I mean, we all miss Emilio a lot. I can't like pick between them though. Oh God. Are they really gonna make me do <laughs> You can just say that you don't, don't miss don't any of them. Don't disappoint I don't the lights. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Kidding. I love you guys. I just saw Bella the other day actually at a premiere for Chucky, which is actually really good. I'm not into horror at all, but it's a good show. Um 
Yeah, and Kiefer was just such a fun addition to the show, and I think um, we all miss we all miss his Canadian accent. <laughs> well, that's nice. Uh, even though you're not into horror, horror, you need to listen to our Duck Hunter horror episodes. Uh, iterations four and five do feature the uh, Don't Bothers and Game Changers kids. So uh, if you can make it past about eleven minutes in either of them, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's some of Tommy's best work. Oh you- yeah. You guys know that I'm I'm very I get scared really easily according to DJ. Mm, that's true. All right, Kevin. Uh, the, uh, I, I will say a very sort of expert sidestep of the you know picking between the two. Very smart, <laughs> very uh, seasoned veteran move. Let's go to we can move on to the next question though. Um, okay, so this one uh, comes from uh, OG Quackalite Armin, uh, who's uh, AK to the max on Twitter. Uh, Armin's question is. Uh, do your parents let you watch the other show you're on, Succession? Uh, yeah, I get asked this. <laughs> I didn't get to watch the first two seasons of Succession. I was actually eight when we first filmed season one, and I think I was around nine or ten when it came out. So I didn't watch all of season one, but I did watch a few of the episodes I was in. Um, I think the thing about Succession is that it's adult language, so I knew to cover my ears with the foul language. That's what Jeremy had always told me when I was on set. He was like, don't ever repeat what I say. And I was like, okay. And then he was like, F this, F that. And I was like, all right. Um, But I did watch a few of the episodes and I just wouldn't understand any of the business language. Um, The only season I watched full out was season three. And I still didn't understand the business language. Even my parents don't understand it. And I, I think both my parents ended up working in finance and they still didn't understand it but uh, i did watch season three and it's i understand what all the hype was about because i remember i'd be filming and i'm like but it's just families yelling at each other and then i'd watch it and be like oh that's why that's why people like it so along those lines which of like the roy kids or family who do you think would do well at camp epic and who would do terribly Mm. oh i think jeremy would just leave I really think he'd get there and be like he just like there'd be too much pressure on him he'll be at like 99 on the ranking um uh yeah I don't think I don't think Kendall would last I, I think Sophie yeah other Sophie would last because she's she has a lot of attitude and I think she could she would slay it at Epic but you know who Sarah would slay as well so Shiv I think would work yeah Liz, I think we'll just be confused Greg would be confused, but I think he'd like to stay there. He'd be like, wait, are you staying? All right, then I'll stay. Oh, what are we doing? Ice drills? All right. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm following along. Uh, you know who? Oh, my God. Roman would actually kill it. He, I think he'd be really funny in, at Epic. I think he'd be rude to a lot of people, but I think he'd be, like, talented at hockey. Until his dad make- just pushed him down for it. Like, yeah. you think hockey's cool? I don't know how we do it, but I feel like we need to make the show happen. All the producers and the creators actually of Mighty Ducks are fans of Succession. And when I got on the set of season three, right after I finished filming one, they were all like, oh yeah, you came from filming the Mighty Ducks. And I was like, yeah. All right. So here's what season three of Game Changers is. Oh, okay. It's all the Succession, all the adults, they get community service and they have to coach the mighty uh, ducks now there you go I, I would watch that i would absolutely watch that i oh my god that would, i think that would be like nominated for an emmy 
Wow. That would be so good. Wait, we got to make this happen. (laughs) Yeah. Tommy, we'll we'll work our connections. Uh, Exactly. (laughs) About about, uh, about, um, Connor? I'm forgetting the people on the show. Yeah, Connor. Aaron Rock, yeah. Or Alan Rock. I'm going to run for president of this camp. (laughs) <laughs> nice yeah and then connor so- has had an interest in hockey since a very young age yeah <laughs> yeah and then sophie meeting sophie that'd be a real like parent trap moment like there's there's a lot to happen here i like it oh I like- plus we, we have an up-and-coming young director named sway to 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 oh. pilot the ship whoa that's all true all right yeah we're gonna we're gonna work you know uh we're, we're gonna us- work our- yeah, you work your connections. We'll work our connections that we definitely have, <laughs> and we'll see what happens here. But uh, let's do it. Uh, let's. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll see you in you know maybe a couple years. It, it takes a while to get these types of things done. But yeah. uh, sway underscore Batya on Instagram. You can find her Twitter, TikTok. Love the transitions on TikTok. Uh, oh, that was so much fun. They were really. <laughs> when it came to making tiktoks i remember they were like really confused and zgris was like oh i've seen this before where you stomp on the phone and i was like all right all right but don't break my phone because we had a <laughs> when we were doing it and i was so scared and then i remember teaching zgris and max how to do the dance and they were so lost but for us the go there contact us at quacktechpod on twitter facebook.com slash quacktechpod go to itunes give us five stars tell us what you think of the succession Mighty Ducks game changer crossover. And um, if you, if anybody out there has any context and knows how to make this happen, we'll, uh, we'll be listening. And remember, Ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. The quick dick is back, Jack. Oh, yeah.